1: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide
2: network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
1: The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: What's going on, people? Welcome to the live match reaction. Burnley nil palace two. And I'll be honest, when it was 1-0, I was going to come on here. A bit more upset than I would at 2-0. But look, it was an interesting game. Let's just say that. We won 2-0, but there's a lot of talking points in the game. As always, it's not our show, it's your show as well. So make sure to call into the show by clicking on the pinned comment and support the channel by leaving a like. It takes a second of a time. Let's try to hit at least 100 likes in this show. We're about 15 away from 4,000 subscribers, so we're very close in that mark as well. But look, we'll be reading out your comments, getting your thoughts as usual. I'm joined by AJ here. AJ, look, before I get started, let me get your thoughts on the game. 2-0 win. When you look at it on paper, that's a solid, solid win away from home. Well, what, how did he feel about the game?
0: Well, she was ugly. That that's for sure. It was it was an ugly win, but you know what? I'm taking it. I don't give. I don't care. I'll take the ugly wins all day, man. Um, put it this way: Burnley must be down bad because uh, not only did we get a Jeffrey Schlupp goal, we got a Tyree Mitchell goal. Something's there's something wrong in the matrix for uh, Burnley, man. I, I don't know, man. They they must have upset the wrong god or something like that, man. Because that was definitely a game where. First 10, 20 minutes, I thought they were going to boss it. I thought they like, they looked they look good. Like I was very surprised that we were getting dominated by names I've never even heard of before. Um, but you know what? We we showed our quality when we needed to. We were clinical when we needed to. And, you know, premium Roy Ball is back. It was nice to see Eze back into the squad. He looked like he needed a minute or two, but then obviously he got the assist. So can I be mad? Not really. Um, <laughs> it was an ugly win. <laughs> Soon like I described it. it was an ugly win. It's about as yeah, beautiful as the weather outside. It was a, it, it was about as beautiful as the weather outside. But you know what? I'm taking it all day, and it. You know what makes it worse? It flips the positivity around a little bit. It takes the pressure off a little bit.
2: It does. It does. But it depends on how you view it. I'll be honest. I was watching that game for basically up until the ninety third minute. Um, when we when we were one new up, I wasn't too pleased. Even though we're winning, and I'm the type of guy that to always say just win by any cost, like win by any cost. I wasn't pleased because. I mean, I saw a graphic in the 75th minute and we only had three touches in the box after 75 minutes. There's ugly wins and then there's wins like that. This game, in a way, for me, it's, it's more than just an ugly win. It's, it's a bit more negative for me personally because an ugly win is, cool, you might not have that many shots on target, but you also limit their chances. In this game, let's be honest, if Burnley had better attackers, I don't think we'll be on here talking about ugly wins. So. We got exposed defensively so many times they got through us. And that wasn't the case against Spurs, even in the first half against Spurs when it was nil-nil. They barely didn't, they barely had any chances. But from the first minute to the last minute, Burnley exposed a defense. And they got through too many times. The only difference in this game was that they didn't have the lack of quality in the box or in the final third to convert them chances into shots on target or goals. So for me, there are ugly wins, but today I'm not happy with a two it sounds crazy, I know if I'll say this, but I'm not happy by watching that game ninety minutes. Because one, we against the side that's you know been struggling all season long, conceded 25 goals. We didn't have a proper attacking plan, it seemed like, for the for the nine minutes. Um I know we won, but it was it was a bit all over the place. I don't know what we was doing in attack. Um and two, defensively they got through so many times it was just like what on earth is going on? Like what is going on? So I'm not gonna lie here and say all right, two nil win. I'm happy. No I'm not it raises more concerns going into the next game. I'll be honest, um, based on what I saw in in, in this game. If we were sorry, I know we did. I know we kept the clean sheet, but if we limited their chances, then I'll say, all right, cool. It's one of them games. We still want won know, but they didn't have that many chances. But even when you when I read the stats, I mean, Burnley had <laughs> um, when you look at the game as the overall, they had seventeen shots in that game, five on target. We only had four. Like it, it was a case of quality. And that's my main concern, because we will face sides with better quality. But that's how I see it. Indeed. But I know some people disagree. I know some people disagree. Indeed. Don't you find, find it. And then there's this. Indeed. This was not good. Well, it was a good win. I love it. Three points. I'll take it. But it was it was a very, very bad. It was not a 2-0 type of performance. I'll say that. It was, yeah, the most anticlimax 2-0 performance I've seen in a long time. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I was happy with it. Um, but go on, AJ, quickly, you wanted to say something. No,
0: I was just saying, don't you find it ironic and poetic that it's the two guys that signed their contract extensions that pretty much saved us today? Because on that exact point that you said, I'll tell you what, Sam Johnson saved our asses today. He saved us. Like. Some of the saves he pulled off today were 10 out of 10. And once again, Jordan Ayew's workhorse uh, work today and creativity saved us again. And you know what? You're right. We're going to have to buck up our ideas because with the fixtures coming up next, can't afford to be slacking and taking off the gas because on another day of the week, we could have lost that game today. So I agree with you. I do,
2: 100%. Yeah, Tristan says you're being too critical. Stats mean nothing. I, it's not just the stats. I was watching by my eyes and seeing the game and it was not a good game for Palace. It was not a good game. The stats prove my point. I don't think, it, I don't think we were at the levels that we should be. Against a side that's been struggling all season long, it was not a good game. I'm not. You can come on here and disagree. That's fine. I respect your opinion. As I always say, you can have different opinions to mine. Um, is what it is. Like I'm, this is the whole purpose. We come on here have a chat. But I'm not happy with that game, even though we won. The only good thing is for the three points. Other than that, the performance was not good enough for Palace with the plays that we had out there. But look, I know there's a few people waiting. Uh, behind the scenes, so we'll um, we'll bring on the guests uh, one by one as always. Make sure to smash the like button and subscribe. We're very close to four thousand subscribers. Let's bring on Cody first as he joined first. Cody two 0 win. I'll be honest, I wasn't that pleased with the game. AJ is a bit more, you know, happy with how things went. How did you see it?
3: Um, I have to say, D, I agree with you one hundred. Um. I feel like it's, it's it's a win, but it doesn't feel like an actual win. If you get what I'm saying, hmm. a long time performance. Um, I mean, they're in a tactic.
2: Cody, your connection is very jumpy. We can't understand what you're saying. Um I think I think it might be because you're outside. Um, but we'll, we'll try to bring you back on because you're literally frozen right now, so we can't even see you as well. Uh we'll try to bring on Cody, but Cody in a in a few seconds I like just you know speak about the game. He did say that um he agrees with me there. And I, I look it'll be interesting to see what um I what found it quite saying. I funny that you
0: you picked up on that bit that he agreed with you apart from everything else. So that was the only bit you picked up on. Quite 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 what convenient. What
2: else did he say? What else did he say? He said I agree with me, then the afterwards he afterwards cut Let's see if Cody's back. Uh let's try again. Cody, can you hear us? Okay, we can see you better now.
3: Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear us? Yeah, That's sorry, real. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, I, I was saying is I agree with you 100%, D. Um, it's the fact of I feel like Burnley outplayed us. Even though it's a win's a win, it just feels like they just did a better job than we did. Um, our defense was solid, but, I mean, compared to, you know, however many shots they had on goal compared to our four, I mean, we've got to get better at that in the long run because we're not going to be able to win matches with only four
2: shots on goal. Mm, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I thought the same as well. I, for me, it's not really the shots on goal. Um, of course, that plays a part. They're, they've been struggling defensively. It's, it's more of a case of defensively. I mean, how many times did they get behind? But for you, what did you think about the defensive performance? And we're yeah. talking about defensive performance after clean sheet. Because the reason why I, I am is because I have high standards for these plays. We've kept one of the most clean sheets in the Premier League oh, so true. far this season. But... But today, the chances that we gave to them, especially out wide, I mean, Joe Ward had to be subbed off. We're talking about Roy Hodgson subbing off Joe Ward. That's how much of a mayor I thought he had throughout the game. I mean, what did you think it was that they created and had that many shots? Maybe not on on target, but they still managed to get him behind.
3: Well, I mean, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I think a lot of it was, I mean, the youngster they had on the outside was just, I mean, he was just blowing by Joe Ward over half the game. Um, I don't know. It's just like we couldn't keep possession at the midfield. And, you know, them kicking it outside and just letting their letting them run rampant on the outsides was a lot of the problem. I will give credit, though, to Anderson and Gahey. They did play very well on the inside. Anderson was fantastic, had a lot of blocked shots, did really good defensively. But it seemed like when we brought Klein on, uh, we we had a better chance at stopping their attack on that left side. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was just it run came run. down to, I think it I think it just came down to Joe Ward just couldn't keep up with uh, I can't remember his name, Okasho, on that outside. And then when we threw Klein on, it got a lot better. Um, it could be maybe we 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 could have maybe went with Klein today as a starter, knowing the speed difference there, but. I think that that had a lot to do with it. Just Joe Ward just couldn't keep up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cody, what did you think? Look, Schlapp, you got a goal today as well, which is fantastic. are you going to assist? Um, but um, oh today, I, I know you mentioned Joe Ward as well, but in, in, in attack, do you think it will naturally improve when the likes of Eze start games? Because I know he came off the bench today. Then oh, he got an assist for the second goal, which was fantastic from Tyreek to get up the pitch late in the game and you know Eze to find it. Um, is it a case of just waiting for Lisa is Eze to be 100 percent fit? Then we'll we will improve attack attacking wise. But for me, it's not even case of the players. I think it's a case of just the uh, attacking pans. I don't really see no cohesion up there. The first goal was fantastic, Jordan. Are you working hard? getting you know and getting an assist and jeffrey schlup nice finish at a a far post you have to give him credit with four ways due it might seem like a simple finish but for him to be there at that moment of time i thought it was a great run to the far post so credit to him there Uh, but when i'm looking at the game overall when i'm looking at what we tried to do in attack i don't really know
3: yeah it's uh, it's kind of hard to explain because i mean A lot of it, like I said, I mean, we didn't get a lot of possession to even go into attack, but it's – we teams are getting taking a lot of advantage of us because I feel like – I mean, the the pressing is an issue. I was watching how they were pressing us when we were trying to get downfield or even on the back line, I should say, and we kind of weren't doing the same thing. But toward the end of the game when we had Amada on and – we had a couple guys running, you know, actually pressing. We got more opportunities, more steals to actually get down on goal and try to score.
2: Yeah, yeah. Looking ahead to the next game against Everton, um, look, they've been on form. They've been on the form recently. They've been picking up wins and yep. getting points here and there. Um, it's not going to be easy, but do you think if we do have the likes of Eze now that's coming off the bench and Elisa potentially coming back into the side that we could get another positive result?
3: Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I, I think if we get Eze in the starting lineup and maybe, fingers crossed, we can get Elise back. Um, yeah, I think Everton, I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy game, but it will be a lot easier for us. Um, but but Everton, to their credit, I mean, their record doesn't show who they really are, in my opinion. I think they're a lot better team than what their record shows. So it could be, be a pretty good game considering – you know, I know they've got their financial problems and everything going on over there and, you know, what the board has going on with them. But, I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. But if we do get Eze and Elise back, I think it's going to give us a, a lot a better shot in that game.
2: Yeah, yeah. Look, Cody, thank you for coming on. Always a pleasure talking to you. And hopefully uh, we're coming in after the game with another three points as well. Take care, Cody. Cheers, Cody. That's Cody having to say you can join us live as well by clicking on the pinned comment. And quickly before bring on the I know there's a lot of guests waiting behind the scenes. AJ, let's um let's quickly answer this question or, or statement from McDuff saying, Was a substitution of the Corey tactical score due to an injury? It worked though. What did you make of that sub? I was very surprised, I'll be honest. Good point. Um I would have maybe Will whose would go off. Then afterwards, I'll be honest, I had a thought about it, like after 10-15 minutes, just keep thinking about it. I was like, Maybe it might be due to yellow cards that he's picked up. Does he is he like No, I think in, I in the twist, that, when it happened at the time I
0: tell you what, I was definitely I was definitely ripping what little little hair i got left on the top of my head to be fair. I was very surprised. Um I'm not sure. I mean obviously it paid off, but I think it's definitely some sort of weird tactical because he wasn't pulling up, he wasn't limping, he didn't look out of shape, he didn't particularly have anything in that side of things anyway. So I think It was some sort of tactical decision by management, to be honest. I think that's what it is. That's all I can put on. I didn't see anything or there was no indication that there was a concern. there At the time, I wasn't happy about it. I wanted to see a preference of maybe Hughes coming off. But um, Hughes is a workhorse, so I'm not too fussed about it. And at the end, there we got a result. If we didn't, I probably would have been pointing fingers in that direction. Um, But I don't think there was anything particularly wrong with the core, And I don't think there's anything in terms of pending suspensions. So... I think he just went with the flow and just changed it up tactically.
2: No, mm, no, yeah, yeah. I thought the core is having a solid game as well. And I quickly want to answer this question before we go into the next question because I think it is a very good question. Um, from uh Twisted, who said, "The Bernie were at home. What did he expect? So let's look at Bernie's games. Um, you know, recently. So before our game, they played Everton, our next opponents. they only had three shots, one on target in 90 minutes. Um, kept a lot of the possession, uh, but Everton had 14 shots, five on target. So our opponent, next opponents, beat Burnley 3-0. So they were, you know, clearly more way better attacking and also defensively, they didn't allow them to create chances. Bournemouth, who's in a relegation zone, um, they had 13 shots, uh, six on target. Uh, of course, Burnley kept more of the possession, but they only cr- uh, had six shots in 90 minutes and only three on target. So Bournemouth, you know, they lost to Bournemouth and um, Bournemouth once again were very solid, um, in terms of even by stats base. Uh Brentford 23 shots, 10 on 10 on target. Burnley had only six shots, one on target. So, once again, the opponents dominated them there as well. And then, if you go to Burnley versus Chelsea as well, um, then again, that was way tighter, even though Chelsea won. That was 10 shots for Burnley 9. But my point is, what did I expect from this game? Is I expected Palace to be a bit more comfortable than I was through throughout the 90 minutes of the game. I thought Burnley gets the control possession, were on top of the possession, they created and had way more shots than I expected from this Palace side, especially how good we've been defensively. So that was my main worry, and is my main worry going into the next game because I don't think it was a good performance from Palace um, as well. Let's bring on Patrick. Patrick, you love Roy <laughs> Thanks hey, for coming on the show, so I, you know, of course, you're going to give us praises. Um,
4: what did it make of the 2-0 win, Patrick? Thought it was uh, wasn't a Roy classic, but it was it, it was ugly. It was ugly. Another team beats us. Uh, I think the effort was there. We just played bad. But we won. And that's what matters. Forget it. It, mm. it, it happened. We move forward. Now, if they play so like Patrick, that again. Add that one.
0: Just literally what you said. Are you sure based on the game and the way it played out, the possession, everything like that, are you sure that wasn't a Roy classic?
4: Well. That sounds like Roy
0: yeah, to me. Yeah.
4: Actually, I'm contradicting myself because I was, I was on tw- or X or Twitter or whatever the hell they're calling it now, telling D not to panic all day because I predicted that 2-0 win. Uh so it was uh it was ugly. It was it was ugly to say the least. I wanted to get on the decore substitution. I don't think decore Decore played in a solid game, but every time the ball would get to his feet, it's getting taken off him, or it's a bad pass. It's been a it's been a common theme when he's played all year. I think that was just more he put Hamada in, he put uh what was it, Eze in. I think he was just trying to get the ball. Problem is Burnley just we couldn't touch it. And I think we need to look at that whole midfield again because I, I think there's some guys that are just a little too comfortable. And maybe Roy thought that. I don't know, because it just seems like with on paper, Eze, Decore, and Lerma should be a really good midfield against a team like Burley. And they pass mm-hmm. through, around, and over us all day. All day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, and I think that needs to be relooked at. Another, so, thing, too, another thing, too, I'm not going to complain about Joel Ward. No one should. He's 34, right? He just turned 34? He, he yeah. could. He. I mean, what do you expect? I think they got to take him out of the firing line because he was burned all day, and there's no sense in complaining about it because he's 34 and he never had a bunch of pace to begin with. So, what do you expect when he's going up against a 19 year old? I think where Burnley screwed themselves when they took that 19 year old out of the game. You know, I've I mean, got a bit, a bit of a, a bit of a caveat to that,
0: um, Patrick. Yeah, the problem is, right, with most defenders, especially at the elite level, when you get to a certain age, you adjust your game. So if you look at the best players of the higher age groups are your Thiago Silvers. You know what? I'd even throw a Gary Neville into that, your John Terrys, those kind of players. They learn to adjust their game. So they might take a couple of steps back from a certain player or they might go goal side of a attacker or stuff like that. I feel like when I'm watching Joel Ward in certain games, not all games, but in certain games, he looks like a kid that's still learning or he looks like somebody that's almost not anticipating the pace. When you become a more mature, experienced player, and let's be honest, the man has got a great amount of experience and this is not me digging him out as such, but you learn to adapt your game as you become older and you learn how your body works a lot better and you learn what you can and can't do. And I just feel that Joel Ward hasn't always adjusted his game to suit the narrative of who we're playing on the day.
4: I I, I want to actually piggyback on that. A good example of that would be Danny Carvajal. He's he's injured all the time. Yeah. And he lost his pace. He's adjusted to where, and I go back to the Champions League final performance against Liverpool. Diaz on paper should beat him up up and down the pitch. He was so physical to him. And I always thought if and in the last 10 games last year. Ward was getting, I mean, he would get beat every once in a while, but he would physically beat you up. And I think he's so afraid of if he misses a tackle, if he doesn't get to the body, he's going to get exposed. But the problem today was he was he was so far back, he was getting exposed even with the room he was given. And he's got this bad habit this year of letting people go to their whatever foot they are, right-footed, left-footed. He's not shading them the other way. That just makes Anderson and Gahee have to work harder. Well, you know, depending on who's on that side. So, I, I, I absolutely agree with your point. So, maybe I'm giving him too much of an excuse, but the, the bottom line is we shouldn't have a 34 year old starting right back in the Premier League. I mean, don't I, get that,
0: these that, started that, because yeah. you might just self a bomb them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. But I, <laughs> yeah. I, I,
4: I think my biggest concern, though, for me right now is not even the upfront players. I just think the midfield. I don't know if it's a case of Eze being out or, you know, DeCory and Lerma were out in an extended period of time. But even when they were playing together, you would – a couple games it was good, but it, just the passing, something's off there. So I don't know if it's comfortability. I don't know if just Roy's coaching a certain way. Can't quite figure that out. But, um, hey, I'll take the win. I I, I mean, it's not not. – I'm not happy how they got it, but they got it. Uh, yeah. And maybe it was more of a Roy classic than I thought. I just thought we we should have played them off the park, truthfully. They're not a good team. And, yes, somebody just said, Tim Patrick with Roy glasses again. Yeah, every time they win, of course. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the comment Tim just put up. Well, of course you did. You put it up. But anyway. Yeah. All but, right, uh, guys, I'm rambling. So that means I don't have any other points. The game next yeah. week, uh, Everton, that's at home or at Everton? Uh, it's at home. It's at home, well, yeah. I I I think they need, they need to come out and boss that midfield because Decore is no joke. That might be the best Everton player. But uh, he's playing pretty good. It's going to be a tough one because just as any Sean Dice team is tough to play. But the oh, fans get behind the team, and uh, it, we definitely shouldn't lose.
3: Yeah.
2: So
4: well, that's also- the thing. Like, if yeah. we want to be serious, we
2: have to win games like Burnley, and um, yes. we've done. You know, we we did the job today, but. You know, my, my concern, Patrick Woods, or, you know, is right now, is if we play like that against Everton and the way that they've been playing, we don't want to give them the confidence as well. We need to improve and make sure these teams don't create the chance in the first place because I think that's been our main strong point defensively so far this season. So, next game against Everton, if, we're, if we want to be a serious club this season, we have to go and beat them at home. It's simple as that. we got a job done today. And next game, we have to get it done. Did Everton win today? Uh, they. I think they drew against Brighton, one all. Yeah, they, they pulled. and pulled back a, a, a equaliser. Yeah. Wow, Brighton. Uh, they're winning. Yeah. Not... they're, they're winning, winning for a large portion of the game. So, so yeah, so so we'll we'll see what happens. Well, look, Patrick, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate your time.
0: Thank you, guys. Yeah, see but you
2: next literally. week. Patrick. Okay, if you want to call into the show, make sure to hit the like button as well, people. But click on the pin comment to join us live uh via a video call. Uh, Chris St. Klein came on and was worse. Uh eagle eyed saying Joe Ward had a mare. Um look, um, and we'll discuss Joe Ward now. And then he says Joe Ward still posts good defensive stats, but his lack of pace is an issue, especially with Richard's always on a bench. And AJ, you did say when Patrick was on. Like, don't get me started because Yeah. <laughs> we, we ain't got all night, ladies. There's no point, there's no point. I, I, I even get bored talking about it, but Might just as well scream
0: of... at the wall, bro. It's long, it's, it's long. Of... And can I just Actually, while we're on the opinion. point, right? can I just oh, bring no, something right? up? Right? I just want to bring something up, and this is just my per- this is my personal opinion. Yeah, I hear a lot of people claim that Chris Richards is the natural right back in the team. For me, he's not. He is capable of playing there. He can play there in an emergency, but that is not his trade as a footballer. He has played there for us before. It has not worked out for him. We need to let that one go because I don't think that one's flying for a minute. I just think, you know, we tried it a couple of games last season. He's a brilliant defender. I'm not going to get into, you know, that kind of debate. And I know he's pacey and he can run. So a lot of people think he can do the whole fullback switch thing. Listen, let it go. Let it die. Because the more you keep painting yourself, you're just going to give yourself something else to be frustrated about. Chris Richards is a brilliant defender, but he's not a right-back, Premier League standard-wise. He's not. Okay.
2: Okay. Well, okay, hold up, hold up. We can't just let it go because Joel Wood, All you know, right. how many teams does Joel Wood get into? How many? Sorry, D, I didn't hear that bit. How many? How many teams would Joel Wood get into in the Premier League? How many teams would Chris Richards get as a right-back in the Premier League? I think, he, well, he gets into one side and that's Crystal Palace ahead of Joel Wood. What does Joel Wood do? That Chris right back. Do? do you know what? He did it last season for a couple of games and those games didn't go well.
0: For me, He's not I would rather here. go and go and get a, I would rather go and get an actual player in that place right back by trade.
2: No, no, no. Not just yeah, the fill I, no, 100%. I, I agree with you there because I don't think Chris Richards do you well, do
0: you, on before. that point. Yeah, listen, let's not take this out of context. On that point, I'm not sitting there going, Joel Ward is better than Chris Richards. What I don't want to do is, why are we playing Joel, Joel Ward and Klein when Richards is right there? That is the narrative I'm not really feeling. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah, not but a I, no, but, but Chris again, Richards is better than Joe Ward conversation, it's Chris Richards should be the starting right-back conversation. I don't think any of them, Amanda,
2: should be playing right-back for Crystal Palace in
0: 2023.
3: I well, don't. Well, I think we later, should be...
2: If, if Joe Ward is this bad, AJ, can't you have the debate that Chris Richards, who has played right-back before, no, he's not a right-back. I think we can all agree there because he's not built for right-back. A right-back right in the modern day has to be good attacking as well as defensively and i don't think he's got an attacking element of his game on his belt but one thing that chris richard does have is his defensive element he's fast he's strong he can defend and today if he was starting at right back i think he would have had a better game than joe wall due to all the attributes that he has and what joe will with which was with probably pace. so i agree I with that I bit have that in the short term with chris richards no i don't think it should be a two to three year thing with richards playing right back because i don't think he is a right back but in the short term I think it's a healthy discussion to have because the alternative to Joe Ward is Nathaniel Klein, who's not great either. So Chris Richards, I think, could play ahead of both of them. I don't think it's a crazy thing. To, to I just debate.
0: think we just need to let go of that narrative a little bit because I feel like it's just going to be something that's just going to add to the frustration and the, yeah,
2: the, but the fan base. Like... trying to find solutions
0: in the short term. Single. Listen, bro. How many, how many...
2: Why, why not? Why, why not?
0: This is why I didn't want to get you started on the right-back conversation, you know, because we could be sitting there debating what the solution is all day, but brother, let's be honest, it ain't happening, innit? So we've got to kind of work with what we've got. And what we got ain't going to be Chris Richards playing at right-back.
2: Mm, right. Let us know what you think in the shoot the then. messenger. Would you, want to see, would you want to see Richards at right-back? People, it's up to you. Let us know. For me... I wouldn't mind it because I don't think it could get any worse than what we have right now. I said at the start of the season, and I think this will go on throughout the whole of the season, whether it's in the final kind or Joe Ward. That right-hand side that we have, it will be a target. It will be a target. And I, I would, if I was a manager, I would do the same thing. It's not rocket science to find out that that is our weakness, but that's how it is. Let's bring on Henry, the next guest um, of the evening. Henry, 2-0 yes. win. Talking yep. about Richards, um and <laughs> Joe Ward and lots of other stuff. But uh, what did you make of the win? Was he happy
5: with the you know result of course, but with the performance? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm delighted with the result, you know. Um I think it was a really scrappy w it, it reminds me of the old Roy times when you know, we just play pretty much like really, really uh gritty performances, but just somehow get those wins, I think. I think it's fair to mm. say that um, if we'd have played a higher caliber of opposition, we probably wouldn't have won today. Um, I think it's concerning that the, the way that Burnley sort of sort of played through our midfield a bit too mm. easily at times, and I, mean, I think you can clearly see why Burnley are struggling so much because they create chances but they can't score them, and they're also leaky in defence. So you combine those two, and you get a recipe for disaster, and ultimately. I I think they're as good as down. I really do. I, I I really can't see a way that they survive. But I mean, today. I, I mean, I know people. You know, you you've been saying about it wasn't the best performance, and you know, I understand. I I agree. It wasn't the best performance at all. But I, I just think that sometimes, you know, you you have to come to these places like Burnley, and you just by hook or by crook, you just got to get a result. And we did that today. And I'm just. I'm just glad for the result. I mean obviously we're gonna to have to play a lot better against Everton because they're on a resurgent run of form as well and they nearly beat Brighton today. But I just think that um yeah, I I think I think there's this I mean, did did, did Franca come on today? I can't remember. Nope, ah, he didn't come on new sub I think Franca would have been on. would have been a good yeah. um a good player to, to bring on. It was a bit disappointing. Not actually, you know
0: Henry, him. I agree with you on that, actually. I agree with you on that. I'll tell you what, while you're here, actually, I've got two questions. Mm. The first one, mm. what did you make of Eze when he came on today? What did you think? You look, uh, well, what was your opinion on Eze's performance coming off the bench today?
5: You know what, I thought I thought Ebbs did all right. I mean, I think you you got to judge it based what? on, you know, a realistic point of view, which is that he's obviously been sidelined by, by an, a a severe injury again. Um, I was actually surprised that he was on the bench today. I, I, I didn't expect that. Um, so, I mean, I, I thought he did okay. I mean, he wasn't amazing, but you, you can't expect you can't expect him to to reach the same standards in his first game back. I think against Everton, we might see a bit more of him. We might see a bit more of the creative side of him against Everton. But um, no, I, th- I think you know, it's it's today was just about the result for me. I mean, you, you can't. You know, sometimes you just have to get those those ugly wins, and um, thankfully we we managed to do that. Um, and um, I actually I actually predicted Shrop to score as well, which is a pretty genius move from me.
2: Well, he does lack a he doesn't want he does to score against Burnley. Um, yeah, so there is there is that, and he managed to get a exactly. goal today. But about
5: his performance, um, what did he make of it apart from the goal? Um, probably standard really like I mean I don't I think it was anything it, what, what did you guys think did you think it was anything particularly impressive from Schlapp today apart from the goal
1: um,
2: Do I, you, I don't know you what um, I don't I don't think he had a bad game I thought we had a relatively solid game but I don't yeah. think anyone was that brilliant in in our attacking yeah. line. I mean, you look at the stats yeah. as well. We didn't we didn't have that many shots um, even on target. I think there was a creativity problem. But I, look, I, you have to give him credit for the goal, not just because he scored oh, the yeah. goal, but we've seen it. We've seen it numerous times where the balls play to the far post, and the attacker just doesn't make the right run in behind, exactly. and then you know it's a missed opportunity. And he made a run. You know, far post Jordan I you won the ball, fantastic from both of them. Um uh, for goal it's 100%. about, about not, not, not is an easy finish, but it's, it yeah. he could have he could have easily not made that run in to the He was in the right place at the, at the, the
5: right time. He yeah. was in the right place at the right time. And the, yeah. the thing is the thing is about Schlapp is that I swear to god, it's like he's one of these players where he will go missing for ages and ages and ages, and then it'll pop up it'll pop up in a game like Burnley today. And score a goal, and you'll be like, Oh yeah, that's why we have him. <laughs> like it's like
2: it's, I wouldn't it's go like that far player. though. Personally, me, anyways, I wouldn't go that far to say after today's game to see to say, Oh, that's why we have him. I would me like I don't think he had that type of, he look, we have because he can score that odd goal, but for me, if you look at Schlupp's time so far the season and what he's done, I still don't think he's had a great yeah, season overall. Um, it's been no, very poor and he could have but... easily been on the bench for loads of games. Yeah. Um but well, Roy's giving him the faith. Maybe Roy can see it
5: like that. I mean, look here, he, here he is. He scored a I mean, goal. He but me, he does I, don't something, think you know, great. I think I think he brings something to the team. It, you know, I yeah, think okay. he's a, a utility
0: guy, and he? he's a utility. Yeah, man. Exactly. I think. He's, in he's fairness, fair. he where where we have to be fair to him is that where whenever we have needed him over the years, he has been very very reliable in that side of things. Um, exactly. In terms of the output and what he puts on the pitch for ninety minutes is a very different outcome, but. There's not many players that you get in many teams nowadays that can do that utility and pretty much play everywhere and be available week in, week out. So,
2: yeah, yeah I mean... So eh. Utility player, AJ. I think you you describe him perfectly there. And I think yeah. he... Look, I've always said this. I think he has a future at Palace. I don't think he's a terrible player. But where you get no. the best out of Schlapp is not for 90 minutes. You get the best out of him coming off the bench where players yeah. might get fatigued and he can, bro- he can have that energy and come onto the pitch try to try and create something. But for me, I don't think he should be a Premier League starter for nine minutes because I don't think for where we want to be and where we want to head towards, I don't think, you know, I, th- I think we can move on from that. But I do think he has a role on the bench. And that's where, you know, a few other players, you can make an argument, for example, when this is going to be interesting, but when Elisa comes back, i you this season has been fantastic. um yeah, I wonder what happens with that probably I goes down the left hand side so it's a bit easier there but but you can you can always have that debate for example Edward he scored goals um he can score goals here and there, but can make that you know can we make an improvement? I, we probably can with mateta as well so so yeah, I look schluck. Very solid game today, scored a goal. But Henry, just quickly looking into the next game against Everton, they've been decent recently. They've been yeah. slowly picking up points and I think they're only two points behind us, uh, which is interesting. Um, it is it, another game that do you think that we have to go out there and win or would you be fine with, with how they're playing and maybe getting a point at home?
5: I think we need to try and win it. I think. Um, I, I wouldn't be, I mean, I would be okay with a draw, but I think it's a game being at home that we we should go and a- attack and, and and go for the win, but I do think that against Everton we're going to have to lock down on that midfield a lot a lot stronger because mm. I think you know players like I, I was listening to what um, yeah Patrick was was saying and I I I was kind of agreeing with him as well that about about the what he said about Decore, you know Dakure isn't. He's no joke. You can't if 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 you give him time and if you don't, you know, if you don't control that midfield, he'll cause you problems. Um but I, I do think that we, we just it, it it would just do us the world of good to beat Everton and you know yeah, two wins have, on the bounce. You yeah, really need to. Uh, you know, I think that would that would really really be a big boost for the confidence, and hopefully we get the job done as well because it's my birthday the next day, so that'll be nice. But yeah, Um oh, my. Yeah. Happy happy yeah. birthday in advance, mate! Happy birthday in advance. Oh, cheers, mate! Yeah, no, but you know, I'm 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 happy. I mean, I'm not I'm not overjoyed by the performance, but you know, it is what it is. We got the win. You can't play well every week. I thought we played. A, I thought we had a really uncharacteristically good first half against Tottenham last week. I mean, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think I think we were actually controlling that game pretty well up to up until they scored. But anyway, I'm rambling. But yeah.
0: No, right. No, no, before you go, exactly. Henry, my second I'm before you go, person. Henry. Yeah. Your second thing that was on my mind. I've noticed you have a little bit of a little bit, bit of a shave there, mate. So what, what are we do? No uh November or something?
5: Or coincidence? What was going on? Uh, just a coincidence, really. I just fancied a bit of a freshen up to be <laughs> to be honest. Well hopefully, hopefully we can you know you know what can... I thought I thought if I get a haircut and a shave. Maybe that'll, you know, make Palace win. And, you know, so you can... Well, we well, paid, it. With it. With paid it. off. What can I say? Exactly. I so the win's, n- wins. Win. on you. The win's on you. I, predi- I predicted us to win 2-0. That's the last thing I'll say as well. So Shout I out to I Henry's predict- Barber. <laughs> exactly. to Henry's Barber for saving us today. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, then. All right, then, Henry. Take Cheers, care. Guys. Thanks for coming on, Take bro. Care. Take care. Bye okay all right then um we'll go through some of the comments and then we'll add a few more people on i know there's people waiting um as well if you want to join us live by the way you can call into the show by clicking on the pinned comment right now to join us uh let's see what the comment section is saying also let's try to get 100 likes we're closing in i think we're 68 now so we're doing very well today let's Let's go people like 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 like. like, Helps the algorithm. You already know. You already know the drill. That's how it is. Um, get Henry's barbers. Barber and retainer, <laughs> says Tim. Uh, we're staying. I think we'll smash everything next week. They're not a good side. Their waveform is shocking. Yeah, I think next week. Hey, look, but the we'll last couple of game, games, though, we'll games. get into them anyway. Yeah, we'll get into them. The last couple of we'll games, be. they've been doing bits.
0: They've
2: been looking yeah, comfortable
0: we'll, recently.
2: Yeah, we'll, look, we'll do the previews, of course, for Everton. But we're sitting, we're sitting 10th right now. Um, Let's go. Let's it's go. crazy, but we're only as it stands, Newcastle are playing. So if they win, that will change. But we're only three points off six. And if we beat Everton, it gives you that confidence. And the, the key thing is, we'll, we'll most likely have Elise back as well for that game, which. Um, well, hopefully anyways, and slowly when we get these plays back and when, if we start beating the likes of Everton, Burnleys and start picking up points, that momentum will carry us. So that's why I think these games are significant to win, regardless of how we play. I'm just being highly critical today because of the standards that I hold with this side, especially defensively, because the defence have been very solid. We did keep a clean sheet today, but the amount of chances that they had, I was not happy with it personally. Um, but look, let's bring on the next guest of the evening which is going to be uh Dan who's been waiting for a while. Oh Dan's not actually here. Um so next up uh bring on um Drew. Uh Drew, how you doing? Welcome onto the stream. <laughs> Palace nil no, Burnley well oh, Bernie no, <laughs> Palace two. i am to go the other way around. <laughs> great win for us Drew. Wow for, um in terms of result but what did it make of the whole performance and the occasion?
6: I mean, obviously, you want them to play a more attractive brand of uh, football, but, you know, a win's a win, and that's always good. The thing I'm a little worried about is going into next summer, our defense, I feel like we rely super heavily on Anderson and Gahey, and those guys are going to be prime targets for top six clubs, I feel like, over the summer, and I like having Richards as a backup, but we cannot have Richardson holding as our center back pairing to go into next season. And we already need a new striker and right back. So I'm a little worried about the players leaving. Uh, but as for the game today, I was really impressed when Ahamada came on. Uh, that uh, driving run he made through the midfield, I forgot what minute it was. That was super impressive. Like, those are the type of runs I feel like Schlup used to make more, where, uh, he uses his pace just to get by, not necessarily his, like, dribbling skills like Eze or Elise. So that was encouraging. But I'd also like to see Franca maybe come on for Shalup instead of Hamada in that situation. But overall, I was pretty happy with it Always love to see Chris Richards as an American. Yeah.
2: yeah. He came on and he, he looked solid today. But about Ahmad, Ahamada, look, we haven't really spoke about him as much since the season started, but he had an excellent preseason and he hasn't had that many opportunities. Do you think that he could be getting the nod more often than Franca, um in the coming weeks? Because today Roy could have made a decision to bring on Fransa instead of Schlapp. He can definitely play out wide. He has played it before, but Ahmad uh, was selected ahead of him. So do you think Ahmad, we will see more of him now? Because I know he's had a few injuries as well. And would you like to see more?
6: Um, yeah, honestly,
1: any youth. Pl- One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare.
2: That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
6: Playing I like, um, but uh, I think part of it is I think he's more defensively sound than Franco, which uh, I really think he's pro- Franco is only going to get like playing time in cups and stuff like that just because of Roy's style of playing right now feel like a Hamada would fit better into a schluck replacement, more defensively sound. So I could definitely see him getting more playing time in the future.
2: Mm, yeah. I, 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 I think Ahamuda, well, I was surprised anyway since he not get as many opportunities so far this season. But yeah, even today, defensively, there was a moment where he tracked back and he managed to win the free kick um, in our own box um, and disrupted the Burnley attack. There, there, was, there was going to be basically near enough a free header or close to a free header, and he just tracked back and made sure that didn't happen, which was which is very good. But look, you know, win away from home against Burnley. Um, there's been a lot of well debate here, anyways, about the performance versus the result. What did you make of it all um, today in terms of the performance?
6: Um, I mean, def like I said, they seem defensively pretty sound. I know they gave up a decent amount of chances, but there were really only two that I was really afraid of once the shot went off. Like, I feel like a lot of Burnley's chances were like outside the box shots or tough shots that didn't really have a chance of ever going in, except for the one, uh, that slid right past, uh, the far post, um, forgot in the second half, uh, But I didn't think the performance was very good. And I just think that's due to, like, squad selection. They're just not strong enough yet. I feel like, like, next week with Everton, I feel pretty confident with Elise coming back. He's been out for so long. I just have a feeling he's going to really open up. I think he'll open up IU because right now he's our most creative player and he's not supposed to be that. So he can, like, fully focus on his defensive work rate and getting Elise and Eze involved. And I think that will be huge for our attack going forward. But today, I think it was pretty weak. Just individual uh, performance from IU right at that time got what we needed and we were able to sit back. So performance wasn't good, but as everyone's saying, you got to take the win when you can take the win, but they got to be better against Everton, like everyone else has been saying. Yeah. Quick yeah.
0: one was your, um, your man in a match
6: today? I would give it to IU just because. If it weren't for him, there's no goal at all. And then also, I I really see him being like a team leader, that veteran presence that uh, like still gets a lot of playing time. Like I feel like he's not the same position, but he can't kind of have the same role MacArthur had the last couple last couple of years. Uh, really take those uh, young guys under his wing, show them that defensive work rate and stuff like that is the way to get into the squad, and not just using skills. So I would give it to him. Uh, but I could definitely see Schlopper Anderson as well.
2: Mm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah look, today we've got a clean sheet, um, and hopefully we, you know, focus on a clean sheet against Everton as well, and at home. Uh, made sure it's uncomfortable for them. Today it was away from home. We got, you know, got to win. But we have to try and keep this momentum now. We have to build a momentum anyways after the, the, the disappointing defeats against Spurs and also Newcastle, which I guess were expected after um, the the start that they've had to the start, you know, to the season. Both sides are at the top of the table, competing near the top of the table. Uh, but look, Drew, thank you for coming on. Hope you'll catch up with me again soon. Thank you very Cheers, much. Drew. Take care. That was Drew having his say on the game. Um, if you want to join us, as always, people click on the pinned comment, smash the like button as well. Let's try to get to at least a hundred likes. Uh let's bring on uh the next guest of the evening, Dan. Hopefully he is there. Hello, mate. You all
7: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm, I'm super smashing great. As a, as the age old baby <laughs> would say. <go>. Yeah. <laughs> what did you make of the win, Dan? Mate, mate, it is what it is, isn't it? You know what I mean at the end of the day at the end of the day yeah right we go we we as i said against Sheffield united yeah we went there we went there, we'd done the job we 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 took it we we took we took the win, you know what i mean at the end of the day, you got to respect the win, and you know all right, we played well in patches, but you know it this again it's again it's a bang average, it's a bang average it's a bang average performance. And, you know, fortunately enough, fortunately enough, we walked away with three points. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Why Why do you think it was a bank average performance? What was lacking today from Palace? Well, uh,
7: we, we've, we hadn't, We you know, I mean, we, we come into, we come into the game with, with based on poor performances against, against Newcastle and, and Spurs, you know, so, uh, you know, and we missed as a mad, we missed as a so much and you know uh, but i was i was always confident that today you know we turn we turn we turn the fix we turn the we turn the good we turn into a good run of fixtures now you know we shouldn't Mm -hmm. really be beaten in our next five or six fixtures if Mm -hmm. if i'm if i'm being brutally honest with Eze and elise back as well you know the this is now the time for us to go, right, hold on a minute. Here we go. Let's let's crack on and go on. You know, we we right, we we we've never been the team to score that many goals, but we've never been the team to concede that many either. You know, so we're we're we're, we're stepping on the basis, all right. This season's been this season's been okay still, you know. What I mean, but at the end of the day, you need to sweep teams like Burnley aside, and that's what we've done today. That that's the thing that impressed me much that we just swept him aside without without being without being stressed ourselves.
2: Mm, yeah, yeah, and and look, we got a job done today as well, and it was good to see Edie come back on the pitch and get an assist as well.
7: It was, it was absolutely good, absolutely brilliant for the boy. I'm, I got him in my fantasy team as well, so you know, <laughs> what I mean, like it's 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 bonus, it's a bonus bonus for me. You know, at the end of yeah. the day, as a as a. As as I said to you, I think I come on against. I think I come on to the commentary against uh, after it against Nottingham Forest when we just looked dull. And I said to you, if we had Eze or Elise back playing against them, then no way in the, no way on earth would we have would we have <laughs> like drew that game nil nil. It would have been three or four nil. Mm, yeah, Eze, and,
0: and 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 times, that, sorry, done with the just. based on what you were saying before, obviously you were saying about the dire performances, and then. <clears throat> obviously today wasn't particularly a great performance, but obviously we had Eze come back into the fold and stuff like that. And obviously Elise is due to come back in. Do you now think that we're in a position where we can start picking up a bit of momentum and obviously making sure that the pendulum's swinging more in our favour now?
7: Hell yes, hell yes. As I said to you, as I said to you, like I don't see us, I don't see us getting beaten in the next four or five fixtures. Like who have we got to come? We got Everton, we got Luton. Um... Uh, I can't. I can't remember the. Left. I can't remember the whole well. entire of them. We got. Yeah. We've got West Ham. We got Bournemouth. Yeah, West Ham and Bournemouth. I can't see us getting beaten yeah. against any of them. If I'm being brutally yeah. honest, I can't. I. I can't. I can't see us getting beaten against any of them. Mm.
5: Yeah. A lot well, of people
7: may disagree be with me, but with it's, Eze it's, and Elise back, yeah. with Eze and, yeah. and Elise back now, that brings back a new dimension. Yeah. I. Right? I. I. I've always, I always wanted to see it. Yeah. The cool. The cool Lerma. Eze Elise Ayu or Franca. yeah, that's what I wanted to see. That's 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 what I really want to see, and that's going to set fireworks, set fireworks alight for this next. I'm I'm super confident. I am I'm 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 absolutely confident that that we we're not really going to drop many points in the next five games.
2: Yeah, well, we should. Well, to be fair, if we want to have a good season and an exciting season, then. In these run of games, we should be picking up these wins. I think these next, you know, now we've hit the 10-game mark, and well, more than 10 games now, but uh, we can see whereabouts we are. Like, we have got some limitations, but maybe that was due to injuries. We're sitting 10th after 11 games. We're only three points off 6th, but we're also not that far off uh, 14th, for example, we could only be one defeat. So if we want to have a nice run, a nice momentum going, then, yes, Burnley job done against Everton. We have to go out there once again, and we're hoping it will at least say add to the side, maybe as they start in and get another win. Get another win, and and it, things will look much better as, as we take a game at time. I don't like to focus all the way down the line about West Ham and Bournemouth right now. For me, my focus is on Everton. We need to go and beat them at, at home as well. We're never playing away from home, um, in order to get a win. But today, the he got subbed off, but, um, you know, Richards came on as well. What do you make about the subs um, coming on today? Roy was very, well, very upset. He apologised afterwards. Last time around when the subs came on the pitch, I doubt he'll be doing that today. I thought they were all solid and contributed defensively anyways um, to the to the win. It's Mubeze well, getting an assist as well as an attack. Still there, Dan? I think we've lost no, Dan. We lost yeah, we've lost Dan. All right, let's bring on the next guest. Let's bring on the next guest, people, and that will be Tim. Tim? How you Doing
8: Doing great, man. What's what's going on? What's going on? Not much, I'm happy not to much. to you, man. to see you, man. man. I'm I'm see like you, man. A game at a time? Um, what did you make of it, Tim? So this is what I think. Um, I think we need to Well, we don't need to. This is how I think about it. When you have a subpar performance and you do what you need to do to win, that is worth celebrating. That is absolutely worth celebrating because we didn't – I agree with you, D. Did not play up to standard, right? I fully agree. I'm not going to argue that. But you are going to have bad games and games that you should win. Games that you should win and you're going to not put in the best performance. When you find a way to win those games, celebrate that because those happen during the season. And I—that's how I think about this game today, because it wasn't good enough. And I think the issue—I'm gonna—you're gonna have to remind me, AJ, if I—if I read this wrong. But I'm pretty sure in the match preview you were calling out Coleyosho, and he did. He was—I mean—they were targeting Wardy the whole game. Um, and of course, I mean, we all know—we all know that Wardy has a target on his back. So that was gonna come. We knew it. And um, he didn't have his best game, but he didn't have his worst game either. I think where it seemed to break down for me is in the midfield. Because we end up giving the ball away too cheaply. Maybe even Patrick, or, uh, I'm not sure who said it, but there were a few cheap giveaways in, in that midfield. And that's when they started in. And then they come in and get into the wide areas and went absolutely nowhere. Um, they didn't have a lot of shots that were inside the box, one-on-one with the goalkeeper. There were a few of them, and they came late, usually off headers on set set pieces. And there were a couple of pretty brilliant saves that Johnston made. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. I didn't think it was great. It was ugly. But when you get ugly wins in a season where you need them, because you always need them, you've got to get ugly wins. I celebrate that. I love it. Yeah. I want us to do better next week, but I still love it.
2: Yeah. It's it, of course you can't be disappointed with a win. I, I always say win by any cost, literally. Um and today we managed to get the job done. For me, it was it was a case of just watching it. in the second half I was like, Well, for uh, in the sense of fifth minute, I was thinking, did we have a shot on target in the whole half? Or do we even have a shot? It felt like we were just defending like we were playing Man City. Had and, Two
8: shots on target
2: in the first half. Yeah, in the second half. Well, up until the goal anyways. We only had one yeah. shot up for, for like 25, 30 minutes. And we are playing Burnley, like against the side that's considered 25 oh, yeah. goals in going to get an
8: argument from me, man.
2: Yeah. I mean, for, we're, we're upfront. Me, up front. You have, you have ugly wins, but you also look at opponents and you have to think, hmm, now what on earth is going on? Not just today's opponents, but when you look at the amount of goals that we've scored recently and how much we've been struggling in attack, you can make the answer to that towards maybe Eze and Elise, but for me today, it's not just a case of Eze and Elise. I was looking and I was thinking, what is our attacking pattern? Like what are we trying to do in attack? Because we look so clueless. It's like a bunch of individuals that are trying to get the ball and create something. I I d I don't know what we was doing in attack. Like sometimes we'll hoof it. Can I give
8: you we can I give you a thought about what we were trying to do that was terrible? Yeah. I think we were I think we were trying to like I Drew was or I'm I'm not sure who said this, but we're trying to release, trying to get Eddie to go up and do something. And he just ran in and he was not good today. I'll give you a hot take. I thought he was worse than Ward. I thought Eddie was worse than Ward. And Ward had a bad game. He got subbed off.
0: Did he have the service though? Well, I mean, to be fair. He, he did better tackling today than Ward. I mean, he even took out the goalkeeper, it was brilliant. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I don't know.
9: Nice.
0: nice, but um, yeah, oh, I, I mean, I the, thing know. With the service, the service thing, right, goes back to the narrative of the past. I mean, specifically more of the last game beforehand, where we're, we're not pressing. It's not, I'm still going to stick with this narrative. Ed running at goalkeepers and pressing from the front is not Edward's thing. And in a game where it was definitely taken, and if he maybe have done that a couple of times, you don't know how that game could have played out and you don't know how many opportunities could have fell on his lap that way. Yeah. At the same time, I think it's hard to turn around and say he doesn't get the service because we were able to create two goals out of a good build-up in play in terms of what we got in, in our two goals today. So, I don't know, man. <sighs> maybe he's just having to had a couple off weeks and when the creative players come into the team, maybe we might see a little bit more out of him because at the beginning of the season, he looked brilliant. So yeah. I don't know if it's maybe yeah, just a but combination. He does of need, the
8: to your point though, AJ, he does need, he he does, need, we need to put the ball on his foot. He needs Tyreek Mitchell driving down the left side and delivering across and he can just barrel in and get, because that's when he gets his goals. So it is a service problem. I, I'm not going to argue that, that it isn't. But he also, you know, play the way we we play and don't have really. I mean, we didn't have any creative players on the pitch other than than Jordan. I really so yeah, it was blunt. It, it was it was clearly blunt. Mm, yeah,
2: look, I, I with Eddie, I think when you put Elise and Eze back into the side, I think that's where you'll see the best out of Eddie because I think them players will be able to give him better service. Sure. And not just about service. I mean, Eddie's. Best games have come so far this season where he has scored goals, but more, most importantly, where the link-up play was fantastic. And yes, more time that was happening with Eze right behind him. And yeah. he hasn't had that for, for a few games. So if you put Eze behind him once again, and he can offer more than just score goals, then I think Eze, uh, Edward, w- would think Edward is doing a bit more than he's doing right now. Right now, he's not getting a service and he hasn't got anyone to basically bounce off. Um, yeah, and he's done that, and he and, and he's done that before. For example, um, with Eze, but with Hughes, I don't think that's been the case. I think with Hughes, um, he hasn't had that chemistry that he's had with Eze. So his link-up play hasn't been as good um, so far this uh, in this in this run, anyways. But Tim, when you look at the next game against Everton, um, once Elise comes back into the side, um, I hope you, you think hope. you think that we will reach the levels that we should be in attack because today I just don't think we had enough in attack and. It just invites the pressure onto us.
8: I I don't know that we invited all the pressure onto us. Yes, I think we'll be much better in attack. And I, I, I'm I, going to go again. I feel like I'm. this is like the second week in a row I'm going all Team AJ. But I've got to get you off of this Richards at right back thing. For the love of God, D, let that go. Please. Not, I, the reason why I see him, I watch him a lot. For, for Team USA, and he ne- he's he's just not good. He's not good in that role. He can play both sides. He can play either left-sided center back or right-sided center back. Is Joe going to find a crime good in that role? It, I'll take either one of them. Either one of them. I will take over trying to put Chris what, Richards into what that. that. Chris Richards doesn't offer. The reason I don't want Chris Richards in that role is even though Richards has got pace – even though he can he can defend, he can't get forward. He's not going to deliver a pass for you. If you're going to do that, all right, if you want to do that, D, and you want to protect the right side, then give me a back five, whoever it is, and just let, let's just give up the ghost and say we're going to have a back five. If that's what we're going to do because we need extra protection for Wardy or we're going to put Klein there, fine. But I just don't do <sighs> – He's that's not his position and he's not that good at it. He's got pace, but but it's, it's not that we're, we're not going to get the advantage that you think we're going to get.
2: Yeah. But, but I think we, so what does Joe Wood offer going forward and the final kind of going forward so much that we don't, we can't play Chris Richards. I just don't think you put him there. Like he, I don't think Joe Joe Wood offers much going forward.
8: I think he offers, he may not offer much, but he's had like earlier on in the season, he has gotten forward and put in balls into into the box. He had the what is the assist? I'm forgetting the the game he had. I don't remember. But it's more Let's than say, what can Rich, it's more him. than what Richards can do. It's more okay, than what, what Richards is, is so far him. out of position. It's like I just I, I I hate this idea so much because what we're what we're trying to put put on him is that. He is a big guy. He is pacey. If we can get him in the box on set pieces, he'll offer an aerial threat. Like he's gonna, we're we're thinking he's gonna offer more than Ward. And I think you're gonna actually give some things away by by putting him there. He's not gonna get a lot
2: of things to him. I don't know what you give away if we have. I don't know what. I don't know what Joel Wood really does going forward. That you don't put Chris Richards is a way better defender. I think he's got pace, he's stronger, he's got the legs to defend. So I think defensively, where it's, it's, it's way more significant than what we lose in attack. I don't think with Joel Wood, we lose a lot in attack in the first place. I think I, I, I honestly don't know what he does in attack. He gets forward for the sake of getting forward, but he's not comfortable on the ball. You can tell every time the ball goes to Joe Wood, I'm never comfortable. You 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 need to make sure that you're open for him. As soon as his put is put under pressure, you'll lose the ball. He's not comfortable going forward. So I don't know what he really offers that that Richards doesn't offer in the short term. I'm not saying Richards should be our right back solution. No, he's not a right back. But in the short term, I mean, what's Joe Ward doing that Richards can't do? I just don't see it on the final climb. I I, I don't. That's how I see it.
8: Well, I, I would, if, I would so much rather if you, if our, if our problem is with Wardy, I would much rather play Klein and then see if we can find a way to get somebody from the academy just to train more consistently, so we can find until we buy a right back. But it ain't, it ain't Richards, man. It, this is that is not. He is not the guy for it until we're ready to play a back five. He is not the guy. You don't want it. You just, I'm, I'm telling you, you do not want him playing right back, even in the short term. It's just not that's, – that's not who he is. It's not who he yeah. is. And that is
0: – Tim, let me say this. If I haven't said this before, you are so wise, so mature. <laughs> and I, I, I wish – I really wish – and obviously very educated as well. So, you know – I, I wish D would take on a lot more of your
2: learnings in future reference. I don't... I'll, I'll die on this hill, but I don't see what, what Joe Ward does defensively. I think Joel Wolfe is a massive one. He's been so... He's been targeted in so many games. Villa, away let's not forget. We, we're lucky that um, we got set, Like So many games this season where he just gave the ball at halfway line whilst in possession. Well, we all agree on that. We all agree, he's that. As well. he's we all agree that he's going to get... I love walking get, to bits, get, and I don't want to yeah. make this a uh slaughter session. But he's not good enough for the Premier League in 2023. It's simple as that. And he wasn't good enough at the start of the season. He was never going to be good enough this season. But indeed, the thing is, right, the the thing is, the narrative is, right, we aren't debating that
0: element of that argument. Nobody's debating that Ward is not good enough for Palace or where we want to be. My debate to that is I don't understand where everyone is just picking up this well, Chris Richards can play there. Well, Chris Richards is the answer. But you're missing they. the point. I'm
2: trying to explain. I'm, I'm trying to explain to you why people are saying that. People are saying that because Richards is a better defender than Joe Ward. So if yes. Joel Ward doesn't, better centre back, not a right back, bro. Two different elements. Yeah, yeah, but then he's but he will be able to play there. You will be able to. He's got a he's got a pace.
8: So that's okay, not the issue. Really he issues, can play do I,
2: I want to talk about this. I know yeah, Joe yeah. will have a fantastic game against Everton and people forget and then... Wardino' <laughs> <a perfect laughs> performance coming That Wardinho coming just for you, lad. Don't oh, no, worry oh, about so it. What does, does Joe will <laughs> do then that Richards can't do, AJ?
0: It's not more essential. This is what I'm trying to say to you, bro. I'm not saying he's better. What I am saying is he's not the answer. I think you're just swapping okay, one set of okay, but,
2: for another You're just
0: swapping okay, but, one set of mates okay, for another but,
2: Okay, today, today he was struggling so bad, that the final had to come on the pitch. The final I mean, that's the alternative. Well, so then, well,
0: wait a minute. But then, then, then that's the answer to your own question. In that exact scenario,
2: Klein is the answer. Yeah, that, but I don't think, I, but I don't think Klein is. I don't think Klein is that much better than Joe Wood. I don't know if he's even better than Joe Wood. It depends, Klein. You I don't think either of the two
0: are enough problem. to push us where we want I to push. Think, but I just think that we need to be looking outside of the club rather than
2: internal options. That's me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, you can't do that whilst the window's closed. You can't do that once we don't
0: game. do that. We don't do that when it those we open evil. So
2: Yeah, we've we've got we've got lots of games to play. And for me, I, I not I think the change will be better. But look, um, Tim, um, just quickly before you go, um, Everton, yeah. talk to me. Um, is it a game that you know you'll be the as... how they've been playing recently, or do you think we need to go and win that game?
8: Well, I there's two things on, on this game for me. First, I I still I guess this is just me as the the crazy football fan in me. I'm still holding a grudge from Everton at Goodison Park those years ago when I had that you know, pitch invasion. I, I'm still holding a grudge on that one. And so I I want to see an Everton battering. Having said that, so set, set that aside. That's just the fan in me being irrational. Setting that aside, yes, I think it's a game that – I want us to go. I, I want us to have a real go at it, especially if if Elise is back. And and maybe you're right. I mean, it's it's possible I'm being too hard on Eddie. And you get Elise back, you get Ebbs back. And at that point when, you know, Eddie gets good service, he starts I mean, he be looks like uh, the striker we wanted him to be, you know, again, that that is entirely possible. Uh, but I yes, I want us to go and get this game last thing. And then I got to let you uh, talk to, to Rich and JC here. But um, I, I'm surprised that I've heard nothing so far. I thought I agree with those who said IU deserves man of the match. I think I think you could absolutely name him man of the match. But for me, a close second. I thought Tyreek Mitchell was outstanding. He was brilliant today. I'm not just talking about the goal. He was he was on it all day. He was putting pressure on every time the ball came in. He's forcing defenders back every time the ball attackers at back, every time the ball came in. I thought he had a brilliant game, and I am very happy for him. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. He was great. And I I, I I love the kid. I hope that he gets at least a half a look on on the England squad. I'm not I'm not saying he will or he should, you know, given the, the talent that the England squad has, but he is growing into his position. And we definitely need depth. And nobody argues that. I won't argue that, but he had a hell of a game. I love Tyreek Mitchell. He was great.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was good. Look, Tim, thank you for coming on. Always a pleasure talking to you. You thank guys you are the best. Cool, take Jones care. Him. All right, then. See take you. care, Tim. See you. Okay. If you're enjoying the show, by the way, people, make sure to smash the like button um, as well. Um, I don't know how many likes we're on right now, but let's try to reach 100 likes um, to see, to see to help the algorithm. Let's see some more comments. Mitch saying, uh, wouldn't that be harsh on Klein? One of our own after all. Uh, Where's this saying? Anderson made one of the blocks of the season. And to be fair to Edward, they had nine corners in the first half and he defended at least four of them. He was very solid defensively um, today. But of course, you want more from Shriker than to defend. But yeah. Um, Daniel saying, question: uh, Why is Edward catching strays when he has Will Hughes playing as his teenager
0: Good point. I think that's an answer for Roy to deal with. Hopefully, as of next week, that shouldn't be the issue. Will Hughes is an excellent player. Well he shouldn't be playing in the number 10, it's just not for him. Um, I think he just looks like a fish out of water when he plays at the number 10 role. He's a workhorse, he works very, very hard, but Will Hughes is in the number 10 for me. And hopefully, once SA gets himself back into that starting lineup and gets himself more involved in terms of the full game of things, that
2: shouldn't that hopefully
0: fingers crossed should
2: be a thing of the past. Yeah. Um Andrew, I think that's why we need another Mitchell on the right, 100 percent I think. We'll, we'll see with time, but once we improve right-back position, it will have a massive impact on a, on the rest of the team. I think that position is significant as well as attacking us, as well as defensively. Um, in the modern day, especially, and I think it, it exposes us in a lot of areas, not just defensively, but going forward as well. Once we have a Mitchell down the right-hand side and that could have overlaps with, with Elise and then defenders have to pick out one of the two, then I think things get a bit more interesting, I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, this. I don't think um, Dan. Uh, I don't. I don't think uh, Rich is uh, ready yet. Egwai football because um, they, they haven't got a camera on. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Wait for a few more minutes. If not, then we'll wrap it up, people. Uh, Chris saying about Hughes was poor today. I thought. Um, what do you think about Hughes? It wasn't great. It wasn't his best game. Us,
0: same thing I oh, said a moment bad. ago. I think the yeah. problem is he's
3: he's
0: he's played at of position. Um, But that's not me defending him. I agree, actually, with what um, Chris said there. wasn't his best game ever. I I just don't think that's the position for him. He's more controlling the central midfield and getting stuck in on tackles, winning the ball back and then passing it on to the more creative players. That's his role. His role isn't the final third for me. Um, And nothing has suggested to me that Hughes can play there. He's not known for getting goals. He's not even particularly known for getting a great amount of assists. I thought his set pieces today were a bit bang average, to be fair, as well. So, I
2: agree. Hmm. Um, Graf says I think both Edward and Mateta can score goals if you put more crosses in the box, cross cross more, score more go Simple. Play down the channels for what we uh, for that we need Jacob Murphy. I don't think Jacob Murphy is going to be coming to pass, I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, look, let's bring on um Eagle Eye Football. I think they were at the game. What's going on, boys? Yes, lad. No, yes, there. Yes, yes, yes,
10: yes, yes. We're on our way back from Turf Moor, that's why. And the car's dark, so there's
2: no front on the camera. Okay, okay. Uh, what did you make of the game? You was there, of course.
9: Uh, smashing
2: grab. <laughs>
9: Absolute smashing grab. We weren't good. Yeah, we, we shit-housed our way through that game. Yeah. I have no idea how we came away with two goals. Uh, but we'll take it. They, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we made them look like Manchester City today. We really did. I think we only had three shots all game. Yeah. I think they had nine shots in the first half alone. Seven oh. corners. Like, we didn't do anything. Koli Osho was just running rings about around Ward all game. And we really had no answer for it. Somehow, we had three DMs on the pitch, but still lost midfield. But, you know, it is what it is. I don't care how we got the points. (laughs) We got the points. Yeah,
10: Yeah. they completely controlled the game. Um, We couldn't even build up. And and, I know Eddie's catching a lot of strays, but he had no options, no support. It, it It was tough for him. It was really hard for him, but um,
9: yeah. yeah,
2: listen, we got the three players. I'm happy. Yeah. But do you, think, do you think if we play like that against Everton, do you think it. Are you oh, we, can we can not play like that against we, Everton? We, we'll get battered
9: by it.
10: We'll, we'll, we'll lose. Genuinely. If we, play like that, if we play again like that, we'll lose.
2: Yeah. So what do you think needs to change then?
10: Everything. <laughs> I also think mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a mentality thing, you know, because ever since Eze got injured, it's almost as if we've literally just played defensive. Mm. You know, so, so are that, we're saying that. that we've, that's, we've, that's going down um, to the coaching.
0: So, are we saying that with Eze and potentially Elise coming back into the fold going into those run of games, which in a lot of people have said should be a lot more winnable? Are we looking a little bit more promising, do you reckon, or do we just have to see how it plays out? Oh, no. So, are we back?
2: What was that? No. Did you
10: hear that? We back?
2: Oh, no, no, we're back now. Oh, you I'm um, sorry, AJ. Right. G- 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 we heard
10: you say about um, Eze and Elise G- coming back. Um, yes, our performances will improve, but. I don't even really want to be rushing Elise back too tough, you know. Um, yes, getting back in the fold, but maybe easing back in. I know we're struggling in attack, but if we have him get another hamstring injury, we're finished.
9: Especially with Jez getting a hamstring yeah, as well. Yeah, because Jez is
10: out for ages apparently.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's picked up a injury and it's not looking good. Um, that's what Roy said after the game as well. But yeah, but then again. Um, when you look at our fixtures, surely these are the type of games that you want Elise to play because, you know, you want to win and beat the likes of Everton, Luton, Bournemouth, West Ham, you know, these type of themes to create that gap and try to push up the table.
9: Yeah, yeah, so no, of that's... course of course we want to win. But I don't see the point in trying to risk him for one game that potentially after seeing what we've done today, we could win it without him. So what's the so in my opinion, what's the point in trying to rush him back for a game that we could potentially handle without him because as rich said if he gets another hamstring and he's out for the whole season and we really can't afford we can't afford afford that so for these games which are i guess potentially games that we could get points from granted we want the best team possible but i think we also need to be smart and try and manage our players and not run them into the ground like we always do. I think we yeah. actually need to rotate the squad properly.
10: I, I think give him 30 minutes Yeah, next do, week. Ba-
9: Basically, do what you're doing with France. And then Bring start, him, on here start and there. him after the international break. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Bring him on here and there. Maybe you run him in the cup. And then, when he's good, throw him in straight away. Yeah. yeah. Right. but He
0: can't start different.
9: until at least... That's he cannot start either. until at least after the uh, international break. At least... Yeah
0: but then that brings me on to my next question actually obviously you you guys were at the game today and obviously you would have been with the fans and mixing it up what did you guys make of the fact that France didn't get used at all was that a thing at all or was that even mentioned like, like what's the deal with I that? won't
10: lie to you this was not a France game yeah, in
0: my personal yeah, so.
10: opinion we, we were even when Ebbs came on he didn't see the ball until we had the assist like we were so bad You know, so I think he would have just been running around like a headless chicken in that game, to me.
9: I think think the the idea to keep Schlupp on the pitch was probably the right call, purely because we had a very specific shape defensively. Yeah, And I think bringing a 19-year-old Franca is just not the right thing, because even though Schlupp didn't have a very good game, granted, he's still much more physical than Franca. He's got much more experience in the league. And I feel like he would have done a much better job. I feel like with Franca, potentially... They could have found him as a weak a weak spot defensively. And bear in mind, um, Schuck was all over the pitch today. So he he sort of played at right on the right sometimes, on the left sometimes. If you played France, you would have left Mitchell exposed. And potentially, like at the end of the game, Trezor came on. So yeah. he would have ripped. He would have went straight past France oh. and then one on one with Mitchell. So I think leaving Schlapp on and this is not a France game at all was pretty the right call and I think probably Roy going five at the back at the end was also the right call as well because we saw out that game very professionally in my opinion
10: and I was very impressed with him taking Ward off when he did as well because he he was Ward was struggling
3: yeah. Really, he was really struggling, yeah. Massively,
2: he was struggling massively from from the first minute. He was literally a target and times where Anders had to step up, uh, I think it was in the first half, um, made a very good block when they did yeah. get behind from Joe Wall's side and yeah, he was he was struggling massively. So looking you know, at to the Everton game, um, do you think you know the client should get more of an opportunity or Richards, depending on how you view it? I will
9: tell you i tell you what um what I would do, because we heard what um what you was talking about with Tim. I know One hundred percent that Anderson plays right back for Denmark. So why not play Richards at centre back and Anderson at right back? Granted, he's Mm. probably much better as a centre back, but why not play him at a role where he's comfortable and we actually know that Richards is good at centre back? Because we know that Richards is dreadful at right back. So why would we play him there when Anderson can do the job?
2: Do Do you think Roy would do a job in centre back?
9: That's what I would do.
2: Do you think do you think Roy could hold? Uh, I mean, uh, I, I I hear it because Anderson, and right as you said, he has played um he has played there for the national side, but with Anderson and Gehi, the partnership that they have in the middle, don't you think that could be a risk of you know separating them two? And
9: how he, he, he No,
10: I, I don't
2: think he. He won't do it. He won't do it. He won't, it. He won't change it. Um, but
10: mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't stop playing against Everton just because of their sheer physicality as well. You know, they're, they're all like six foot, whatever. They'll literally just target him. At least in that sense, Wardy can do a bit airily.
2: Mm. Uh,
10: and that's what we're going to need against an Everton side who are just physical.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going gonna, it's it's gonna, to be an easy game as well. So it's not going to be an easy game. But look, boys, save travel on your way back. Yeah, At least travel got back. Day,
10: boys.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Guys, smash up great. the like buttons, man. Yeah, hope catch up, button. catch up again soon. Big All right, take care. Yeah. See yeah. later. Yeah. Okay, let's bring on... um Dan, I think Dan got cut off. So we'll bring off Dan, and then we'll have to wrap it up. Dan, sorry, we got you got cut off. I think there's a connection that was jumping a bit earlier yeah, on. Yeah, no, no, no. It was
7: my, it was my phone in it. My phone, my phone was ringing. Sorry about that, guys. It oh, was I saying anyway? Um, yeah, we just got we just got to get behind. We just got to get behind it. lads now. You know, this is easy, easy overrun of fixtures. I hear what people are saying, but at the end of the day, I, I, I don't see. I don't see. I, I don't see us dropping many points come come, them sort of games anyway.
2: Yeah, Just quickly, Dan, uh, we're going to wrap up now, but um, just looking at the Everton game, do you see us, um, you say you don't see us dropping many points. So is
7: that a game that for you, we have to win? We don't have to win it, but we will win it. But I can't see us losing against Everton. Everton a poor. <laughs> Uh, even even though they're going on some sort of run now or whatever, you know, ever Nepal, the these they, these are the teams that we need to look at and we need to we need to go right. We three points, we have to get it from them. Yeah, even if we got bored and even if we got Ward at the back, Ward gets a hard time. You know, uh, he does. He gets it gets a hard time. But yeah. at, at the end of the day, we're dealt with this hand that we've we're dealt with this hand that we've been dealt with. We just got to play it. You know, Richards isn't Richard's isn't a right back, D. Come on. Let's let's have a bit right. Richards isn't a right back. But Ward Ward at right back some a million miles better than Richards in in my eyes anyway. But the you know, the Ward Ward's, Ward's all right. Ward Ward's fine. Ward's fine. I haven't got no problem with Joe Ward at all. All right, they aim at that side, but Jordan Are you Jordan Ayew, mate, uh, he's a map possessed at the moment. He, you know, he, he's he's fantastic. You know, he, he comes back. He will do the defending as well. So, it, my my issue would be when when Elise is fit. Elise Elise needs to track back. What what Jordan I does, and you know, Elise is not known for tracking back. But he needs to he needs to be in that collective now and say, look, right. I've got a way back here. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. You know, and, and hopefully, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, I'm not going to eat my worst. I'm hoping I'm not. But I can see, I can see us getting a nice win. at home. Comfortable 3-4-0 at home against Everton. I don't see them posing much respect Yeah. Look, we're going to, we're
2: going to end with that positivity, Dan. Look, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate
7: it. Nice one, lads. Enjoy your firework. <laughs> so
2: that's it for tonight palace win 2-0 clean sheet still doing very good defensively in terms of the clean sheet stats as well hopefully Eze will be starting against everton hopefully he should be fit enough to start elise will be coming back these are the type of games we have to win we got the job done today on to the next one get the job done now against everton thank you and every single one of you has been calling throughout the show really appreciate it all if you haven't already done so make sure to leave a like and subscribe we're very 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 close to four thousand subscribers we need all your help a like a comment down below even after the show ends all of that could help as well so leave down your thoughts if we haven't been able to answer them because there's been a lot of comments after the video ends as well uh thanks to every single one of you and until next time up the palace
1: it's the 90th minute all your mates around